Well, first off, first off, I got to give it up for uh, Bill Self. I hope he's okay. They say apparent heart attack or a could be a stroke, but now they said he's doing fine. He's not coaching today. They're beating Kansas is up on West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. So speedy recovery on that front. And yeah, I hope that that's scary. You know, I mean, it, it's scary shit. That is not uh, something to, you know, you're, you can't survive without the heart. You need the heart for everything. And did you see last night during warmups, KD, it was going to be his first game playing against, uh, at home, first home game against OKC, slipped on the court and he was he was ruled out for the game. So all these fans are coming pumped up to see him play. He slips in the court. He lands on his ankle. From what I'm hearing now, it is not serious. But this is the thing. Okay, what matters most? Playoffs. Right now, what do they have? 16 games left on the season. And I would think you'd want him healthy. Yeah, ankle soreness. Yeah, ankle soreness from that. And I... I, I would say that he should sit out and Suns truly don't have a timeline for Katie's injury yet. It's a sprained ankle, 16 games left. They hope to have an update later today and the team will practice tomorrow. This is from Cameron Cox, who does Sports 12 in Arizona. But how, yeah, he stayed out for a few seconds, got up, finished his on-court work. Monty Williams called it a left ankle sprain. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, and they said he was in a walking boot after the game. I mean, it was just a freak thing. He's freak thing. He's you know he's got he's a big guy slipped on a part of the court. Bammy went down. You don't want to see that shit happen. You know you know, that that's that's something you don't ever want to see. Hopefully, it's nothing serious. And you know, I talked to Lanker today. Lanker actually sent me something very interesting today, which he is very happy about. You know, everybody's not happy. A lot of people aren't happy about the speeding up of games and everything, but. Spring training this year compared to last year. So last year, average game was three hour and one minute. This year, 236, 25 minutes faster. Runs per game last spring training was 10.6 is up to 11. So about the same. Stolen base attempts a game last year, 1.6, 2.4. So which excite, I like watching stolen bases. Batting average balls and plays on ground balls. Last spring training, 235. This year, 258. That's a big jump. Strikeout rate last year, almost 23.9. They're down to 23.1. More singles, more stolen bases, more runs, and 25 minutes faster. I would say that is all good. Yeah, Lanker, we were talking about a lot of stuff. And he said, well, what would I talk about during you know a podcast? I said, I get you going. You just go. Because I really reached out to him first because... Carlos Rodon, who just got the six-year, $162 million contract. You know, I could read what it, it, he has a, gee, what is it? It's a muscle strain in the superficial forearm muscle. And I would read it, but I'm going to butcher what it's called. And he actually had the same muscle strain last year. The UCL, which would be Tommy John surgery, totally intact. He is going to not throw for seven to 10 days. Brian Cashman said he will not be ready for opening day. Last year, he threw 237 innings, 288 uh, ERA for the Giants, San Francisco Giants, 30 years old, six years, 162. You know, he says he's frustrated, but if it's going to happen, let it happen now. They can get past this and move forward. The problem is Matas is, is not going to throw for another nine to 10 weeks. Tommy Canely has bicep tendonitis. 
He's on the IR. He's not going to be ready for opening day. Lou Trevino has elbow ligament strain. He's going to go begin the season on the IR. You know, all I keep hearing is pitchers that aren't going to be ready. And, you know, it gets you a little nervous, like, you know, shit. You know, I mean, you need pitching. And, you know, Montas was a guy they were going to count on this year. I mean, they signed him. Bumbles was like, come on, man. You know, the guy's been injured in the past. And I was like, well, who's out there? You know, because, you know, we were talking today. And he says, why are you so negative on Aaron Rodgers? You know what? I wasn't crazy about Derek Carr. I didn't, want, I, I didn't think Derek Carr was the answer. I think Aaron Rodgers is turning 40. I don't think he's the same quarterback he used to be. I think you have a young team here, and you bring in a diva guy like with drama off the field and bullshit, his, his darkness and all his hallucinogenic drugs he's taking, Rodgers, and all this bullshit that these are young guys that want to win now. You have a good team right now. You have a very good team right now. And you're going to bring him in. Lamar Jackson's been hurt the last couple of years. I mean, you have to do something. And this is the thing. You, you know, Bumbles goes, well, if, if you know, I think they'll make the playoffs this year. I said, if they don't, it is going to be a step back. And I don't know how long it's going to take them. They're also going to have to give up. They think, uh, what did I see? Rich Samini said a first, the first round pick, the 13th, or the second round pick. But they're going to have to give up a high draft pick. Now, I, would, I, I don't like giving up draft picks. But, you know, you spent a, a number two three years ago on Zach Wilson. And uh, two years ago. And what did that get you? Jack shit. So right now you have no quarterback. Mike White is a free agent and you have Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. So you have nobody. You need to bring in a quarterback. Derek Carr fell through. I don't think they ever really wanted Derek Carr. I don't know if Derek Carr would have really done anything here, but now it's Aaron Rodgers. So you got a 40-year-old guy coming in and it's going to be, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. We're going to see what happens going forward, but... Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I mean, he's 40 years old. I mean, like Brady was one hit away. You know, I mean, I remember when Favre got knocked out in that, was it in Minnesota? Yeah, was it? And he was out, and that was it. Like, that was he was done. So we're going to see, I mean, Yankees, yeah, Frankie Montas, I mean, Jesus. Now, Carlos Rodon, you hope this isn't a thing that's going to happen throughout the whole season. Uh, well, Jason Dominguez did hit his third home run, third home run today in spring in spring training for the Yankees. That means jack shit, you know, right now. And they're saying Bate, Harrison Bader that they should offer him a long term contract because he's exactly what you want the Yankees. I mean, he did hit five home runs in the postseason, and you know, he, he I like his energy. He's a Bronx kid. He grew up in the city. He's always wanted to play for the Yankees. I, that's a guy you want to build around. And Aaron Judge allegedly reportedly was offered 12 years 415 million from the Padres which was 100 million more than the Yankees were offering at the time he ended up getting 9 years for 360 so he didn't take he he went with the team well it's all about legacy too but he went with the and he was a California California kid he went he went with the Yankees i guess he knew the offer would come up and he knew that in the end you know that the Yankees would be better for, yeah that was a better fit for him i think he made the better move we'll see what happens right I mean, we'll see what happens at Jim Beheim. 47 years, 1,116 wins, 440 losses, 35 NCAA tournaments in 47 years, five Final Fours, and he won a natty with Carmelo Anthony. I'd say that's a hell of a career. I'd say that's a phenomenal career, yeah. He will be missed. Now, today I got to watch basically three quarters of the Rutgers-Michigan game. Michigan had a three-pointer. It was, it was ugly, very ugly first half, 28-25. Michigan was up, I think they were up 7 nothing, And I I mean, it, it, Rutgers couldn't hit a shot. And then Rutgers tied it up. Got it, I mean, it was back and forth. And then Michigan had a three-pointer to make it 28-25 at the half. 
Second half, they get blown out 37-22, and they had a bunch of shots at the end. I mean, they weren't doing shit. And Hunter Dickinson scores 24 of their 50 points. They lose 62-50. They got outscored 37-22 in the second half. Second half, Rutgers shot 51% from the field. Michigan shot 19%. At one point, Michigan was 1 for 13. They went over six minutes without scoring. It was ugly. Dickinson had 24.7 rebounds. Buffett had 9.7 rebounds, 5 assists. Jed Howard, 6 points. He didn't do shit. And Derek Simpson and Cam Spencer combined to, to, to score 23 points, 8 for 14 in the second half. And hey, Rutgers now 19 and 13. They said that pretty much solidified them getting into the NCAA tournament because last night, DePaul beat Seton Hall, and that win against Seton Hall went down from a quad, I forget which quad, whatever, quad 2 to quad 3, but it was a drop. So they, it hurt them, but they got the win today over Michigan. Michigan, 17 and 15. And I forgot that this year the, the NIT is in Vegas. So Michigan and I will not be able to see if UNC and Michigan get into the, the NIT, which it looks like it's going that way. Well, hey, you know, they have to play today. UNC plays against Virginia at 7 o'clock. And I saw that Pitt was getting blown out by 30 by Duke and... Miami barely got by Wake Forest, so Duke's going to play Miami, and UNC is playing uh, Virginia at 7, as I said. And they won yesterday. UNC won yesterday, and I, I, I saw this, and I was like, wait a minute. UNC had their biggest win against ACC opponent, 85-61, over Boston College. That was their biggest win of the season. Of the season. They're 20 and 12. Uh, Baycott hurt his ankle first half, played five minutes in the second half, 10.6 rebounds. Hubert Davis said that Baycott told him that the ankle sprain, not as bad as the final four last year or against UVA earlier this season, but it's still not good. And, you know, hey, I mean, they played good yesterday. BC sucks. And they beat UVA at home. It's not at home. We're going to see what happens. I mean, you know, I mean, time will tell. I mean, that was an ugly, yeah. You know, that was uh, the way he was hopping off the court. Jumping up and down, it did not look good. It looked it looked quite painful. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. You have the Knicks, 39-28 at Sacramento, 38-26. That's 10 p.m. tonight on TNT. And the Nets. So the Nets, what did I see? The Nets tonight, listen to this. The Nets tonight are, are listen to the guys who aren't playing tonight. I mean, I just was like, wait a minute. Uh, Spencer Dedwitty's out. He's out. He's out. Claxton's out with a right thumb sprain, left Achilles, tendinopathy. Cam Johnson's out with right knee soreness. Royce O'Neal's out with left knee soreness. And, and well, Ben Simmons is out with left knee back soreness. So no Claxton, no Cam Johnson, no O'Neal, and no Dinwiddie. So I guess uh, Brooklyn Bridges is going to have to do it all tonight. I'm sorry about that, Javi. It's going to be an ugly night tonight at, at, at Milwaukee. And, but maybe they'll, I mean... And the Knicks are signing center Moses Brown on a two-way NBA contract. He averaged five points, four rebounds, and about nine minutes per game for the Clippers this season. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oof, that was ugly. Draymond, you know, Dylan Brooks said that if Draymond Green wasn't playing in playing for Golden State, no one know he wouldn't he wouldn't no one know would know who he is. Well, then he came back and Draymond Green said, I'm trying to figure out why they like you in Memphis. Or do they like you in Memphis? Good point. That's enough on that. I thought that was kind of interesting. And Zion Williamson, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. 
in four years in the NBA, he's only played 114 out of a possible 292 games. Think about that. He has averaged less than 30 games a season. And he's had more right leg injuries, three, than they've made the playoff the Pelicans, two. Thank you, Brian Windhorst, for that. So he's averaging 26 points a game on almost 61% shooting. When he plays, the problem is there's 17 games left in the season. He's been out since January 2nd. What's, I mean, dude, I mean, and I know, you know, the whole weight problem and he missed all, and, and they could have used him in the playoffs, but it just seems like he's never playing and he wanted to play in the All-Star game. No, you're not playing the fucking All-Star game. No, 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 no. You miss this many games, you don't play in a goddamn All-Star game. You play in games that count. That's what we were talking about today that, that uh, Flanker is concerned about with the World Baseball Classic is that, you know, these guys are going to get hurt in the games that really matter. Or, I know they love the country and everything, but, you know, it puts, it, it, it's, it's, it's a problem. You know, you, you don't want these guys getting hurt and affecting the, the season, the, the games that really count. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's great you're playing for your country, but the ones who's paying your bills is Major League Baseball. And what I see that yesterday, Otani went, got on base four times, pitched four scoreless innings, the 8-1 Japan over China. But it's tough to watch that. So I, I put on for Australia against, was it South Korea? And Australia's top player was the MVP of the Australia Baseball League. And I was like, wow, guys, you guys are reaching for the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I'm, it's nice they're playing on a congrats and all, but come on, the Australian Baseball League MVP? I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that. Yeah, so John Morant is going to miss at least four more games. So they host Golden State tonight. They host the Mavs on Saturday. They're at the Mavs next Monday, and they're at the Heat next Wednesday. He could come back for the Spurs next Friday, but we'll see if that comes to fruition. But right now, at least four more games. And the Wizards lost to Atlanta 122-120, and Porzingis had 43 points, five rebounds, six assists. That's a career high. His third 40-point game, Trey Young had 28, four rebounds, 10 assists, three steals. So the Hawks are 500, 33-33. Wizards are 31-35. And Dallas... Hit 10 threes in the fourth quarter. Didn't matter. They lost 113-106 to the, to the Pelicans. And in the fourth quarter, C.J. McCollum had 16 straight points. 16 straight points. So Dallas is 34-33. and 33. New Orleans is 32-34. and 34. Kyrie at 27. Luke had 15, and he went out with a left thigh strain. MRI said there's no damage, but the, he'll come back when the pain alleviates but right now so they're right now they're they got 15 games left in the season yeah he's pretty much going to sit down and because come playoff time he's going to have to play with a, a thigh strain Kyrie had you know 27 Luke had 15 I just watch him after the game they're all like hugging each other and everything and Kyrie's having the best time of his life you know hey but they're three and six with Kyrie and Luca I mean I don't see a team that I'm like okay so you got your second guy and there's still a team that's just I mean, maybe in a seven-game series, but I'm not impressed. I mean, they hit 10 threes in the fourth quarter, still got blown out. I still couldn't put it, put it yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I, I, I don't see what, you know, Kyrie can score points. He just doesn't make your team any better. I mean, I don't feel like, hey, the Nets are playing good ball. They were playing good ball this year. But also the Nets had a lot more talent than I think that Dallas has around them. I think it's been a Lucas show the whole way. And, 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 and you know, and Kyrie... He's, he's gone. He's not going to stay. At the end of the season, he's going to go somewhere. And where, where's he going to go? Who wants him? Who's going to give him all this money? He wants a new contract. I mean, he still can score at will. But does he make your team better? Puts a lot of points on the board. 500 team? I, I, I wouldn't want him. 
too, too much too much drama. Lonzo Ball may need a third surgery on right knee, likely requires six months recovery and rehab. I don't know if this guy's ever going to come back. Third surgery on the same knee? That is, I mean, I can't believe. I mean, it's it's bone on bone. I don't know what they're going to do to make that knee any stronger. He can't even play right now. Uh, yeah, I, that's scary shit. And Jimmy Butler flew to L.A. between Miami's two home games to celebrate former teammate pa- Paul Gasol. With, they were teammates on the Bulls 2014-2016 at his retirement ceremony on Tuesday. How, that's nice. I thought that was cool. I, I think that's cool to do something for your team, teammates. Booker had th- and, and Devin Booker last night. So no no KD last night. He had 30 the first half, 44 for the game, and he was trying to hide from Monty Williams. He didn't want to be subbed out. And they blew out the Thunder 132-101 and no, no SGA with in- injury management. OKC came in a three-game win streak and... Devin Booker's the first Suns player in franchise history to have four straight games of 35-plus points. They're 37-29. OKC's 31-35. And, and the, you know, the OKC's fighting to get into the play, and, and you know, they got to win every goddamn game now. And that was a bad loss for them, very bad loss. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Luka. Yeah. And two Memphis players, Memphis Tigers, f- first time two Memphis Tigers landed on the all AAC first team, DeAndre Williams averaging over 17 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and Kendrick Davis over 22 points, four rebounds, six assists. They're 23 and eight going into the AAC tournament. Texas Tech coach Mark Adams stepped down. He used a Bible verse where he talked about compared slavery to, he used slavery in what he was talking about to his players. That was it. So assistant Corey Williams is coaching the team in the Big 12. Well, they lost. They're, they, they, got, they got blown out by West Virginia yesterday, 78-62. They finished the season 16-16. And, 16. and uh, he went 43-25 and 25 in, the, in, his, in, his, in uh, his two years, Mark Adams. But listen to this. In a span of three years, Texas, Tech's, Texas Tech had four coaches investigated for mistreatment of athletes. The women basketball coach, the women's softball coach, women's tennis coach, and now Adams... For, it was more like racially insensitive language. You can't use slavery with kids. You just can't. Yeah, Rutgers came in today 1-16 against Michigan since joining the Big Ten. And what Stephen Bardo, who does the Big Ten game, says, you know, hey, maybe today's, they're due. They were due. And they came in 2-6 and six of the last eight. So they got it done, man. They got it done. Jawan was seeking his second, second Big Ten tourney win. It didn't happen. They said the Pac-12 could reportedly earn $200 million less without USC and UCLA. You think? You think? I think they're the big names of the – but we'll see what happens on that front. But, yeah, wow. How about the Texas Tech? What a shit show. You can't use that. You can't. And, and, and then I was watching St. John's was up big in the first half, and then they were down big in the second half. They came back, sent it overtime, and they lost 72-70 to Marquette. Marquette, Marquette improves at 26-6. and six. St. John's 18 and 15, their season's over. Yeah, that, and DePaul last night, Seton Hall was going up for the winning layup, and a DePaul guy came in and swatted the ball off the back, back, uh, backboard, and Villanova blew out, blew out uh, Georgetown. Patrick Ewing's done. He's done there. That's over. That ship has sailed. I mean, they lost their last regular season game by 42 points, and Villanova was up, I think, 25 to 30, and it... it yeah, I mean, and I love Patrick Ewing, and I I really wanted him to succeed at Georgetown. I I thought he could bring the guys in, get the get the players. It did not work out. 
it's it's been ugly. They they hadn't won a yeah. I mean, Patrick Ewing has not. It's been a rough run for Patrick Ewing. I mean, I mean they did not. Yeah, they they have not. Uh, they, they didn't do anything this year, and and they won the Big Ten tournament. They made the tournament two years ago. Then they got blown out in the. They got blown out. In their first round, I had them going a couple games, and I thought, okay, they won the Big East, and they're going to get it done, and they did not. Yeah, so he is at Georgetown. So he went 15 and 15 his first year. Then he went 19 and 14, 15 and 17, 13 and 13, and that was the year they went. They only played 26 games, and... They won the conference tournament. Then last year, 6-25, and 25, and this year, 7-25. 75-109, winning percentage. No. Yeah, that, and, and I mean, they've been blown out a lot of games this year. They lost 80-50, to 80-48 last night. Oof. I mean, oof, that was ugly. Yeah, they lost 80-48. to 48, And the game before that, they lost at Creighton by 40. 99-59. They got blown out by Providence. Yeah, they beat Butler. They did not have a good season. Yeah. Yeah, they did not have a good season. Oof. And I yeah, I mean I, I thought I thought, you know, we'd get the guys. I I know he he was he was trying to get AI to talk to the to talk uh Allen Iverson talked to the team, but they finished two and eighteen in the conference. Seven and twenty-five overall, and DePaul won a goddamn. DePaul's still playing, but they're not even competitive. And you can't when you're not competitive, you're done. And Nick Saban said about Bryce Young, he's a better bet than a six-four and 225 pound guy that can't throw accurately. Well, that's usually the case, I guess, because they're saying his size thing. He's you know he's under six foot. He's two hundred. He was bulked up. He's like a two hundred pound guy. He gets it done. We'll see what happens. And Pats are not interested in Lamar Jackson. They should be. That's another team that I don't feel has a quarterback. Mac Jones, really? You know, maybe you can, uh, yeah. I mean, what's going on there? I mean, there's more teams that have a shitty quarterback situation than don't. Like I keep, Panthers, every every team is talking about trading up, trading up. Uh, you know, I mean, there's more teams with shitty quarterback situations than are good ones. I mean, Jets are screwed. If, if, if Aaron Rodgers decides to not come to the Jets, what the hell are they going to do? I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I guess they got to try to draft a quarterback. Or I mean, Zach Wilson's not going to turn it around. And Texans have to forfeit a fifth-round pick after the NFL determined they violated salary cap rules in 2020. So strict. They have to be strict, but so strict. And 247 Sports says Shadur Sanders, the number, number 23 in their last 247 Sports sports transfer portal rankings, and Carl Reed, who writes for 247 Sports, thinks that Shadur Sanders will have make the biggest impact, biggest immediate impact in college football. He better. His dad is that hype machine is going fierce right now. We'll see what happens. But Colorado man, a lot of talk, a lot of talk. Will it happen? I don't know. And I was watching yesterday. Did I talk about this? The Cubs prospect Pete Crow Armstrong. They call him PCA. He talked about he he ran down a ball in center field. Made a great catch. He says he anticipates and moves to the ball. Likes to read the swings you know, uh, to get a head start, anticipating, that's so he can anticipate, knows how the ball spins, lets the ball tell him where to run. I mean, I never heard a guy talk like that. 
And one guy goes, he's just awesome. Now, he's their top prospect. They said he's not going to start the, with the Cubs opening day, but he'll be called up. I don't understand why the team isn't going to be that good. What's the point? But it probably is because if they hold him till after a certain time, they that's another year they can keep him under contract. They don't have to pay him the big bucks. But this guy looks like a guy who works at uh, Home Depot, Peak Peak Crow Armstrong. So I sent it to Hal, and Hal sent me video of Wilder because last year was T-ball. This year is coach pitch, and he had a he had a batting machine, man. The kid, kid made some contact, and he even set it up that they were doing um, uh, what's that? The visual, the, the 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 helmet on your face thing, the virtual virtual reality stuff. I was like, dude, I got to come over and play with that stuff. That looks awesome. I was like, I want that badly. Devils are playing the Caps tonight. Rangers at Montreal. Rangers are nine points behind the Devils. Devils have 88. Carolina has 92. And the Devils have 70. I mean, Rangers have 90, 79. So the Rangers, they got the Sabres. They got the, at Montreal, they got to get that win. Sabres are fighting for a playoff spot. They're at uh, Buffalo on Saturday. At the Penguins on Sunday. Then they host the Caps. They host the Penguins twice on Thursday and Saturday. Next Sunday, a week from Sunday, we're seeing them play the Predators, which means Keen Steakhouse, which means I'm excited. And Tony D'Angelo, douchebag, for the for the for Flyers, got two games, suspension, spearing, they call it. I call it vanilla nut taps, the way he went on and went after Corey Perry's balls with the stick. He got two games, suspension. Good for him. And the Wild, 9-0-2, their last 11. They are tied with the... Stars for first place at 81 points. They're 37, 21, and 7. And they won 4-2 over the Jets. But uh, Kirill Kaprizov, got, he got taken down to the ice awkwardly, got off under his own power by uh, Jets defenseman Logan Stanley. But they said he's going to be out. Uh, it sounds like a lower body injury. 39 goals, leads the Wild, 35 assists. That's a lot of points to replace. Hasn't missed a game all season. And we'll see how that works out. And Bryce Harper, not sure about playing right field after Tommy John surgery. He was cleared to take dry swings, so no batting practice back in February. It sounds like he's going to DH a lot this season for the Phillies. I would think so. He's not ready to throw a ball. And he's. And I guess after his physical, they'll, know, they'll have more of a time, a time scale uh, of when he can come back. But he was going to take that, so we'll see how that goes going forward. And Vikings to no plans to cut the Pro Bowl linebackers, Darius... Smith, the uh, I guess he wants to get he wants to get traded, and Michigan sent me some stuff. Yeah, I saw. Oh, so the guy talked about Eddie Lamp- Eddie Lampkin didn't go with TCU of personal issues. I guess he publicly cr- criticized his coach, and he can't do that. So that's why he wasn't he's not at the Big Ten tournament, Big Twelve tournament right now. Yeah, you can't criticize your coach. And Ram says they're not getting rid of Matthew Staff- Stafford. He said he's definitely one of our pillars. Who wants him? Who wants him? I don't want him. I come on, man. No, I, I don't want him. And and so he so Michigan sent me this. So the draft eligible seasons. Connor Bedard had 47, 40, 40, 47 games played in, fifty nine goals, sixty four assists, under twenty three points. When McDavid in his draft eligible season, forty four goals, seventy six assists, under twenty points. So maybe that means uh, that'll be close. And Joe Pomp- Pompliano learn that there's a company called EGYM that turns your workout into a video game. Something I talked about years ago, but I never followed through. You know, it's something I was like, oh, that'd be a good idea, but I never did it. And triple-double leaders, Jokic with 25, Doncic with 10, Sabonis with eight, Morant with six, and Harden with four. And 
against OKC when he went 10 for 16 from three. That was Curry's thousandth game. 600, he hit a half-court buzzer against the Clippers. 700 injury against Atlanta in 2018. 800, game four, Western Conference final sweep against Portland. 900, one, one three away from, the I guess, the record. That's what they, I was looking for that. So that's what he's done on every, like, big last four, one, one, one three away from the record. Yes, the all-time record. Congrats. Congrats there. You're awesome. And then I saw that, I saw that um, LeBron posted about his son. So they got knocked out of the, the what's it, the Caleb Foster who was snubbed for the 2023 McDonald's All-American game, Bronny was, was, was Caleb Foster, so he got snubbed. Bronny got in, and he showed why. He's, he said, I show why I'm a McDonald's All-American. So Tuesday night, he outperformed Bronny James for the third time in the past six weeks. He's a 6'5", 190-pound, five-star, who ranks 17th overall on 247 Sports, 2023 composite, 28 points elite Notre Dame, California to an 80-60 win over James and his Sierra Canyon squad in the CIF State Division I SoCal Regional Final. James finished only 10 points this go-round. And James is one of several Sierra Sierra Canyon players who failed to contain him. Yeah. I, 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 and, yeah, so in the three the three meetings, six McDonald All-American selections were announced in late January. He's outscored Bronny 71-40, to and Notre Dame has outscored Sierra Canyon 238-175. to Game, set, match. James, who's number 33 composite ranking, has not decided where he wants to take his talents. He's going to the Blue Devils since September 2021. Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty. And the other Duke basketball sunnies are also five stars. Combo guard Jared McCain, small forward Mackenzie McBacco, power forward Sean Stewart, and power forward TJ Power. So McBain, McBain, uh, McBacco and Stewart will all be playing the McDonald's All-Star game in Houston on March 28th. And LeBron said, what did, what did LeBron, LeBron said something about his kid saying that, you know, his son was better than any of the players he saw when he was watching basketball that day, that Bronny's better than guys who are playing the NBA. Yeah, he said that was better than some of the NBA players he watched in league pass that day. Dude, don't put that pressure on your son. I saw that. I was like, dude, don't go there. Just stop. Don't don't say shit like that. That just you know, let him let him let him have his journey. To me, that's just too much, man. It's just too much. Yeah, it's just oof. Crazy. How about this? Mo Bamba has been evaluated by Lakers team doctors and has been diagnosed with a high left ankle sprain. He'll be reevaluated in four weeks. Well, the season's done. they don't gotta have any more games left. He's averaging twelve points and five rebounds in seven games with the Lakers. Thank you, Mike Trudell. Chris Dunn went from a 10-day contract with the Utah Jazz and used his stint in the G League this season to hone his playmaking and facilitating while dialing in on the mechanics of a shooting stroke. That's awesome. And most three-pointers this year on 40% three-point percentage. Buddy healed 246. Clay Thompson, 235. Steph, 200. He's missed a lot of games. Markinen's 179. Kevin Huerta for the Kings is 165. Tyrese Halliburton for Indiana Pacers is 156. And Keegan and Garland. Keegan plays for the Kings, and Garland plays for Golden State. One for, thank you, Statmuse. I was, you know, all these guys shoot threes. And I think, you know, in college now, they all think they can shoot threes. Well, some can and some can. I mean, that's the game now. Just chucking. And when it works, it works. When it doesn't, 
It's ugly. It is so goddamn ugly to watch. And then I saw Sean, Sean uh, Kemp got, got arrested for a drive-by. Well, he said, this is what came out. I saw this from Fox 13 Seattle. He had his property stolen from his car, and he used his Find My iPhone to track the property. Once he approached the vehicle, the suspect fired him, and he fired back. This is 2 p.m. in a mall near the Courtesy Tire Store in, I don't even know where the hell this is, but he owns two cannabis stores. So he was also the owner of Oscar's Kitchen, a sports bar in Lower Queen that shuttered in 2015. He's trying to bring a team back to Seattle, and he wanted the actual Sonics back. But, I mean, and, and, and like I was like, is he a little old for that stuff? I think everybody's a little old, but you know, obviously he tracked it down. Guy shot him. He shot back. He got arrested. He's 53 years old. It's not a world I live in. I, I ju- I'm just reporting what I read. And I was like, what the hell is Sean Kemp doing? So then the real story comes out. You're like, okay, I want to hear kind of like, I didn't know what was happening. I thought Joe Mixon, you know, first of all, kids are playing the sh- shots fired at a house. I, it's not, not my world. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm trying to comprehend it. It's just not my world. It's not my world. I don't, I don't carry a gun. I never would carry a gun. I don't think, yeah, and someone did, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be pretty much screwed. Yeah, it would not end well for me at all. That's what Michigan always says when I scream at people in the city. They can have a gun. I go, well, if they do, then it's not going to be my day. Yeah, that's what some guy, and some guy on a bike, he got too close to me, and I said something to Carol, and I said, yeah, he kind of looked like Bernie Getz, Bernard Getz, and that didn't end well for the guys on the subway that time when he went crazy, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just, sometimes I get random thoughts. Random thoughts with J.D. talking sports. And Raptors point guard Fred Van Vliet blasted referee Ben Taylor for his officiating during the 108-100 loss to the Clippers on Wednesday night at Crypto.com Arena. He goes, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. I think that on most nights, you know, out of the three officials, there's one or two that just fucked the game up. It's been like that a couple of games in a row. He goes, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight competing pretty hard, get a bullshit tech that changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. He said, I like a lot of refs. They're trying hard. They're pretty fair and communicate well. And then you go, then you got the other ones who just want to be, uh, I guess, a dipshit, douchebag, and just kind of fuck the game up. And no one's coming to see that shit. Shithead, I think that's what he meant. They come to see the players. Yeah, I guess. So how do you really feel? Three of his eight technicals this year have come from Taylor, with one coming after another official, coming from another official in a game Taylor was working. He said, at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal and it's never a good place to be. He said, there's been certain, they asked if he did anything that caused him to get the technical. He said, there's been certain times this year where I feel our team is getting consumed with the way the whistle is going, especially after after the night we had in Denver, the way that finished. So there were a couple calls earlier that we all disagreed with. And if I say to my team, come on, let's get, let's, let's keep playing through this bullshit. And that warrants a tech. I think that's a little bit crazy. Like, what are we doing? Know what I mean? And there's a fine line. Obviously I understand that, but I think the jurisdiction, the power trip that we've been on this year with some of our officials in this league is getting out of hand. And I'll take the, I'll take my fine for speaking on it, but it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And people come to watch them play the game. I saw that what, uh, Jordan Poole the other night rolled the ball. I guess it was against OKC. Rolled the ball to the ref, and he got a technical. I mean, he rolled the ball, and I guess the ref thought he was trying to. I mean, he rolled it. And I'm like, guys, 
Yeah, get off your uh, high mighty horse and yeah, take it down 85 notches. Because that's bullshit. And I saw that Stephen Adams will be reevaluated in four weeks after undergoing a stem cell injection as he recovers from a PCL stain sprain. He hasn't played since January 2nd. Another guy who hasn't played in a long time. And that's a guy that the Grizzlies need. I mean, come on, they need Jaw too. Boston beat the Trailblazers 115-193. Tatum had 30 points. His 36th game with 30 more points. They snapped the three-game skid. Uh, Dame had 27 points, eight assists. The Bulls blew out the Nuggets. Vukovic had 25 points, 15 rebounds. Zach Levine had 29. Jokic had 18 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists. And the Nuggets, a rare loss at home. The victory was just the fourth in the last 13 games for Chicago. Yeah, crazy, right? So, and we, big games today. Yeah, I mean, Vanderbilt has to win. LSU, NC State, Clemson. I like to see NC State, NC State beat Clemson. New Mexico has been up. And, I mean, they were top 25 at one point. They're playing Utah State. Penn State, Illinois. Penn State has to win to get in the tournament. Yeah, Pittsburgh's on. Yeah, that, that was a bad loss today. And Mississippi State beat Florida. They said that should be enough to get them in. Rutgers won. That should be enough to get them in. Oklahoma State's playing tonight against Texas. We'll see if they can pull that out. Yeah, and then Jim Beheim, 62 to 66. He was a student at Syracuse. 67 to 69, grad student. 69 to 76, assistant coach. And 76 to 2023, he was head coach. He has, his whole adult life, entire adult life has been at Syracuse. Wow. Yeah. He has been the coach since March 13, 1976, which was Ron Danforth's final game. 17,161 days he's been coach. Whew. That is crazy. Second wins to Coach K. So you got Coach K at 12.02, Bayheim with 11.16, Williams with 9.03. Thank you, Andrew Carter, for that. Crazy. And he had great teams. I thought, you know, he, you know that finally lost to Keith Smart. I thought they should have. He had great teams, man. There were times when I thought they should have won a, more than that. But it didn't happen, and that, that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So the Paul beating Satan Hall, it was the Pirates will drop in net rankings, they said, which will – Add a fourth Q th- Q3 loss to the Scarlet Knights resume. But they won today. So, you know, we'll see how they play next round. Colgate, 79-61 over Lafayette. They're 26-8. Third straight Patriot League Hoops Championship. Fourth in the last five years. Matt Langle has done pretty well there with that team. And we have the 2023 Carl Malone Award Finals. This is for the best power forward. You have Tubelis. Azulis Tubelis for Arizona. Drew Timmy for Gonzaga. Trace Jackson Davis had a hell of a season for Indiana. Chris Murray for Iowa. And Bryce Hopkins from Providence, who they were losing today. Yeah, Gumbushev had friends in from Providence for the Big East tournament. I guess they're going home pretty quickly. And Bama. So Brandon Miller spoke Wednesday about the, you know, the shooting. And, you know, I mean... Killed a 23-year-old mother saying, never lose sight of the fact that a family has lost one of their loved ones. He, he collected award, awards, was snubbed for a big one. He spoke to Rodas for the first time since his name was linked to the January 15th scene in Tuscaloosa where Jamea Harris was killed. He said the whole situation is really heart, heartbreaking, but respectfully, that's all I'm going to be able to say on that. He was the AP SEC player and newcomer of the year. Darius Miles is charged with capital murder in the shooting. They said the gun used in the shooting, uh, that, that, that Brandon Miller supplied the gun that was used in the shooting, uh, to, uh, provided the gun in the shooting to another man, Michael Davis, who shot Harris. Davis is also charged with murder. He's be- being brought up, he was brought up in court by authorities having delivered the gun on the night of the shooting at Miller's Miles' request. 
Freshman point guard Jaden Bradley was also the scene authority said neither have been charged with a crime. They said he's a cooperating witness. They're likely number one seed. They won the regular season SEC title, and they open on Friday in Nashville. He's projected as a top five pick in the NBA draft, Miller. He was named one of the five finalists for the Julius Irving Award given to top small forward. However, he wasn't one of the top 15 finalists for the Wooden Award given to the nation's top player. And he hasn't shed much light on what recent weeks have been like for him ahead of his return to his hometown of Nashville, where, you know, that's where he heard, asked about the playing among chance with his guilty lock him up. I feel like we just really lean on each other, just go places, go to places like that and try to pull out tough wins. He was also asked whether he would receive advice to withdraw from school and begin preparing for the NBA draft. I mean, I hear a lot of people in my ears. I just lean on these guys next to me and build me up to the person I am now. He wants to remember it as a champion at Alabama. He's the first SEC player to win both player and freshman of the year honors since Anthony Davis did in 2012. And he's averaging SEC best 19.6 points per game. His coach said... Um, He's taking this whole situation very seriously from day one. And it's a tough situation for all of us. And it's just sad, to be honest with you. But I never thought Brandon was flippant with any of it ever. So as far as off the court goes, not necessarily huge changes. But I didn't, I didn't think there needed to be any big changes. He's a great kid that we're all going through a tough situation together. And we're trying to lean on each other through this deal. I mean, I don't even know how to respond to that. That he brought a gun to a scene where someone was killed. And they're just, you know, like he's a great kid. Great kids don't bring guns to... People who commit a murder. I, I, I mean, he's a hell of a basketball player. He's a hell of a talent. But what was going through his fucking head? I mean, was it that much? Was it loyalty and all that shit that he had to bring a gun? That this was how they saw the situation? I mean, Jesus. I mean, you could blow your whole goddamn future. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't. I want. I, I, I'd love to. I mean, he says he can't talk more about it. And the coach with that stupid fucking response, Oates, he just sound even fucking dumber when he talked like that. It's a great kid. Great, he does great thing. You know, it's a good kid. You know, tough situation. You know, he's had to deal with tough, tough situation together. We're just trying to lean on each other through this year. You know what, Oates? Shut the fuck up. You're not dealing with this. You didn't handle this at all. And your team was doing a pat down on him that you didn't notice because you were preparing for the game all the times, which, you know, you didn't know they were doing it all goddamn season. It had to be, it had to be pointed out to you. How, how in tune are your, uh, the pulse with your team while you were preparing and getting plays together? How in tune are you with your fucking team? Obviously not that much. So, you know, and I, I yeah, I, I, I'm disgusted with this whole thing. I mean, you bring a gun to a situation. Someone needs a gun to handle a situation. Nothing good is going to come out of it. And you're, you're old enough now, you're, 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 you're old enough to know the difference between right and wrong and friends or whatever and being like, this is stupid, this is dumb, this is dumb, this is dumb. And we've all done dumb things, but this is really dumb. You bring a gun to somebody, what good is going to come out of the situation? I got nothing. And I sent something to Sam, Sam, uh, Sam, Sammy Block, Michigan's cousin, because Ohio State, two straight wins. I mean, they're 14 and 18. I mean, they'd have to win, keep winning just to make the tournament, but they beat uh, Wisconsin. But Wisconsin has six quad one wins. That's one more than Houston has. Number one, Houston, which has five. So they're probably going to make the tournament. Buckeyes. They almost blew a 27-point lead, but they held on. No, that, that was against, oh, they beat Wisconsin. That was Wisconsin in the first game. And then they beat Iowa today. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, that was first round. And they won today, and they're going to play Michigan State next. So congrats to them. 
And this is great from Bob, Bob, Bob Ballou. How about this? On the same day, Mark Adams steps down to Texas Tech. Chris Beard likely finds his new home at Ole Miss. And Rodney Terry wins a National Coach of the Year Award for Texas. He said, if I told you any of these three things would happen four months ago, you would have said, I'm freaking crazy. Crazy. And the Jets brought, they, are, they traded for Chuck Clark. That's going to happen when the official year begins March 15th for a seventh-round draft pick. They said he's a tackling machine, very good versus the run, extremely durable, Rich Samini said. Consider a team leader, cap-friendly, $2.5 million. He only has five interceptions in six years. Similar traits to strong safety Jordan Whitehead and free safety LaMarcus Joyner is a free agent. 101 tackle, 61 solo, and a, f- and a fumble recovery. They, they were When they did the exclusive franchise tag for Lamar Jackson, they're $9 million over. Hello, Michigan. And now they, with trading Clark, clears up 4.1. They'll clear up the rest. And they have to make decisions on Kalai Campbell, who wants to play because he wants 100 sacks. Gus Edwards, uh, Devin Duvernay, who's a, can return a lot of, from Texas, can return, good, good return man, and Michael Pierce. And the Jets had one of the best defenses, but safety was a weak spot. And it's a question if the Jets want to pay Clark, if, if they want to play Clark with Jordan Whitehead, who started every game last season, they can save $7.25 million by cutting Whitehead, who might be a little too similar to Clark to keep both of them. So it sounds like they're going to do a little, save some money there. And we're going to see what happens. And, and Woody, Woody Johnson would prefer not to pay the full $59.5 million owed to Aaron Rodgers, and that's, that's a sticking point. We'll see how that goes. And from Scott Caxmore, he said, Aaron Rodgers has now had one has had one top 16 defense the last seven years, and that defense allowed Raheem Mostert to rush for 220 yards and four touchdowns as the Niners scored 37 points by throwing eight passes. So, uh, yeah. He has an equal, but this, I, I would say the Jets defense is a lot better than the one he had. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call what the Jets defense last year was. I thought the Jets defense was, yeah, they weren't even, they were top, they were top 10. So he has a much better defense. And Quinton Williams sent a, sent a tweet saying, Aaron Rodgers, I know some amazing golf courses in New Jersey and NYC that you can golf at all season. Allegedly, he bought an apartment in the city, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, he, he keep it dark when he needs those dark nights. And this is kind of cool. Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie out of Rutgers, his helmet he wore during the Super Bowl, he had a flag of Puerto Rico on the back, which Pacheco wore after the NFL encouraged players to wear helmet decals celebrating their heritage. It is now in the Hall of Fame. And Derek Carr, his brother, said this on a podcast. It never stopped throughout the whole process with the Saints. When he would visit the Jets, when he would visit all these other teams, when he had meetings with other teams in Indy, it was nonstop for the Saints. And he wanted to go to a team that wanted him after what happened with the, with the Raiders, and that's the team he went to. And I saw this with Sonny Jurgensen. Did Sonny Jurgensen, a single-bar man, he only wore a single-bar helmet, Wear a face mask at Duke. As a junior, no no face mask in 55. Next year, yes, he wore the single bar. Can you imagine that? You know, back then, they, 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 did, close, close on, they did a clothesline across your face. No face mask. 55. 50, and, and he only wore a single bar. Back then, what that helmet do was basically just on your head. And they did everything. But oof, ugly. Now, Eagles got a new linebacker coach, D.J. Elliott, who'll be coaching in the NFL for the first time. He's the former Temple defensive coordinator who coached Darian Varner to the Owls' first AAC first-team all-conference selection in 2019. And Temple last year led the AAC in sacks with 38. So that's a good pickup for them. Now, Zach Berman expects the Eagles to continue playing the trade market, 
Because, hey, last year, Harry Roseman got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who tied for the league lead in interceptions with six, and he was on an $850,000 deal. That's when you get, that's when you hit the lottery. Sometimes you just step and shit, and that's a step and shit moment. He thinks they could target Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen, who really hasn't become that superstar, but he thought he would be. Panthers safety, Jeremy Chin, I always like him. And Panthers defensive tackle, Derek Brown. And when you account for comp, uh, compensatory selections, Eagles could have as many as 12 draft picks in 2024, which is more than enough capital for uh, Roseman to play around with. That's a lot. And they said the Broncos might, if they don't get Kareem, they want Kareem Hunt, or they might go after David Montgomery, who had a, over 1,100 scrimmage yards, over 800 rushing, 316 receiving, six touchdowns last year, and averaged 4.8 yards per touch. I like Montgomery. I think Kareem Hunt was good, and he's not the player he was, but I think Dave Montgomery is awesome. And the Cowboys are working to bring back left tackle Tyron Smith back for his 13th season. They're negotiating a rework contract that will reduce the 33-year-old $17.6 million cap hit. And if Smith would return, that would likely keep 2022 first-rounder Tyler Smith at left guard. He allowed six sacks and committed 13 penalties in 2022. They could also draft a tight, a tight end at number 26. They're expected to lose Dalton Schultz. I, I mean, come on, you know, and we'll see what happens. And uh, Jordan Schultz at the score thinks safety Donovan Wilson will be priced out of the Cowboys' range at free agency. He had a team high 101 tackles, five sacks, and interception, two forced fumbles. Probably going to happen. Daniel Jeremiah thinks Tennessee's Darnell White belongs in the discussions for top offensive tackle. He was excellent this past season, excelled at the Senior Bowl, impressed at the Combine. In 507 pass block attempts, he allowed zero sacks, two hits, and six quarterback hurries. That's pretty goddamn good. And he went against Willie, Will Anderson, Alabama, Ed Rusher, one of the draft's top overall prospects. And he said that Wright was the best offensive tackle he faced in college. He was voted the American team's practice player of the week at the Senior Bowl. Reports out of Mobile indicated that he routinely dominated his opposition in one-on-one reps. He ran a 501-40, which for a guy is 6'5", 333 pounds. Ran a 501, 40. That is not slow, folks. That's 333 pounds running down. McShay has him going, him going to the Jaguars at 24, which that's the thing. You got to get guys like, you got to protect your quarterback. You got to protect the quarterback. And Jags, man, I'll tell you, they had a shot. I thought they played a pretty good game against the Chiefs. They had their moments. And, uh, you know, I mean, th- that's the thing. You know, it bothers me when I talk about you know, you know, you talk about Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence takes that jump. Justin Herbert shows things, takes it, you know, goes to the playoffs. And Zach Wilson didn't do shit. Uh, Daniel Will, uh, Daniel Jones, hey, it took him a fifth year, but hey, he won a playoff game. That's what you want. You want to win playoff games, man. That's what you want. And betting Georgia nixed it, which, I, I, why? Why? I, I don't know. Yeah. The rejected Senate Bill 57, which would have permitted the state lottery to oversee legal sports and horse betting. It's, they said it's unlikely to happen in 2023 and likely won't be discussed again until 2024. Yeah, and the money it would generate. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I was just like crazy. And then Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather got into an argument and Jake Paul ran away. They approached uh, Paul, who was flanked by a lone security guard. And the person holding the camera says, are we going to bust him up, guys? 
where are you running, Jake? Yeah, he like ran away. It was just you know they were they were they were mocking him about his loss. I, I don't. I I just thought that was the dumbest thing I ever saw. I was like, really, just stupid. I said I thought maybe they're doing publicity because they want to get a fight between the two of them. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I put it on for a second. I was like, this is just stupid. You know, it's just idiots with cameras and just like mocking each other. What's what's gained by that? Just walk away. It was Wednesday at the Heat's game. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And what, what, did, what uh, Paul said after. So I'm leaving the Miami Heat game at Floyd Mayweather and 50 dudes pull up out of nowhere out of some side alley waiting for me outside the stadium. They're like, what's up? What's all that? What's all that talk now? I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, first of all, what did I say to you, Floyd? I just took your hat and you're still mad about it? Come on, bro. Then 50 dudes literally start surrounding me trying to jump me. I'm out, out that bitch, he said. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see 50 guys around you. Not even close. Yeah, I saw a couple, not 50. And if I don't know how 50 guys are in a car, but call me crazy, that would be that'd be a school bus. So, stupidity. And Bonnie Bernstein is launching her new podcast interviewing a high-profile woman in sports and business. She got game. ESPN posted its most viewed regular season of women's college hoops since 2014-2015, averaging 199,000 viewers per game, up 11% from last year. And then you have this weekend, you have the PGA Tours, the Players' Championship. Yeah, tour record, $25 million. The winner will get $4.5 million. This weekend's purse, crazy. So the first place gets $4.5, 10th gets 681000 The top 41 players will all make six figures, and last place will make 54000 54000 Yeah, so you got John Rahm. Scott Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, great. I, I could talk about golf if I really wanted to. I don't care. It's golf. It's the money these guys make to hit a golf ball. Thank you, Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger's have a little problem with that girlfriend. He locked her out, and she's, she came up with a figure that basically staying with him for six years equals $30 million, and he made, him, made her sign an NDA. And I'm like, but she wants to talk, but... I think it's more about, it's a money grab. I don't know where she thinks six years, but I mean, did you have a good time with him? Or I just was like, wow, what's going on here? Just like she went away on a vacation. When she came home, she was locked out of the mansion they shared together. Did you think this was going to end well with Tiger Woods? Did you really? I mean, and there were pictures. She was at all the events. Last couple, she hasn't been. But they all look all lovey-dovey. It's all lovey-dovey until it doesn't. That's why fake book and all that stuff Everybody's lovey-dovey and fake book. All the pictures up. Oh, look at the good times we're having. And you know what? It's all bullshit. So, Tiger, I think it's better. I think you should go the way of, of Wild Thing from Major League. Yeah, I really, I think you should go Charlie Sheen. You pay them to leave. I just think it's better for you. I think, I think you're better by yourself, doing your thing. Yeah. They said he was happier. You know, he's like, you know, more, more open, whatever, but... I guess he got that, you know, his seven year, what, the seven, he's getting close to the seven year rich. Needed some, needed, needed, needed some new, I had a friend that used to say, I need some strange. I need some strange. I was like, yeah, okay. I always thought that was a hilarious comment. Need some strange. Yeah. Oh, Al sent me a message. Did he send, oh, he sent me a video of Wilder taking batting practice. All right. Kicking ass and taking names. Oh, my God. He sent me something, but it's not really. It's not. It's not. It's. It's. It, he sent me a funny joke, but I'm. Oh my god! So yesterday, 
I think Dr. J sent it to me. No, who sent it to me? Somebody sent me a video. It was a woman doing this dance in like this, like a professional dancer. And then a woman, a mom is recreating it. So she's trying to stretch. And then she's like, can't even get a position. She's like, Ugh. and then she jumps up. And she goes, crushed it. And it was the funniest goddamn video. I mean, sometimes, and the family guy stuff is hilarious. There's some funny stuff up there. Uh, I have to watch the history of the world. Yeah. South Park, not as good last night. I wanted it to be good. It really wasn't that good. Did I miss anything else? Oh, that's right. I want to check some scores. Yeah, we got NCAA tournament. Now I'm trying to check out some Yankees. Lost the Red Sox 11-7 in minor league baseball. I mean, in uh, yeah, my minor league. In uh, so Kansas blew out West Virginia by 17. San Diego State in the quarterfinal beat Colorado State. UCLA was losing to Colorado at the half. They came back and won by 11. UConn beat Providence by seven in the quarterfinals. Iowa State beat Baylor, who was ranked 10. Wow, it's a, it's a Baylor. Iowa State got the win. I think Iowa State needed that win. 19-12, I think that might have got them into the tournament. Wake beat, Wake beat, uh, lost, to, I mean, lost to Miami. What did Appleby do? Appleby was the ACC player of the year, and he had 24 but five for 15 from three. They were 11 for 31. Eight for 24, five. Yeah, it's a lot of three-pointers. And Ole Miss is getting blown up by Tennessee right now. So I'm trying to see if, yeah, they keep going to top 20. I don't, I don't, I want all the scores. Yeah. And I think, oh, and uh, what's, what's, oh, yeah. Michigan's going to go home, come home tonight. She's going to dinner with her brother, Paul. And then she's, we're going to watch some, I'm going to watch the UNC game, but she's going to watch the Ranger game. she got to watch her hockey. Congrats. All right. Let me get some trivia questions. All right. Trivia question from last show was, all right. Last show's trivia question was, how many schools have won the men's, men's NCAA basketball tournament? 36. 81 years since its inception. 36 different teams. No team has won more than UCLA, which is 11, 10 of which came during the span of 12 years from 64 to 75. Today's story question, I saw this. I thought there was always... Kristaps uh, Porzingis is the tallest player ever to record what? He is the oldest, tallest player ever to record what? And I thought this, because, you know, he had 40 points. I'll give you one of them. He had 40 points last night. But he uh, four of the categories he did as a tall, tall man, tallest player ever to do this in a game. So he scored 40-plus points. What are the other three things he did? So Bill Self, get well soon. I am not a Kansas fan, but I do not want, I want to see you healthy and coaching with that bad toupee. That's what I want to see. Heart, man, come on, just get healthy. All right? Send them a left to Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S. And uh, Gumbo Chef saw a good play yesterday. Tell your friend I apologize. Sorry about his providence. Dom, I want to get, get you on the show. Lanker, you too. Uh, Bumbles, I hope you, we get Aaron Rodgers for your sake. And if we don't make the playoffs, it's going to be ugly. And, uh, yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, Bumble's always gives me good stuff. And uh, everybody have a great day. Peace out. Hal, I got to watch that video of your kid. All right. Adios, everybody. Go Heels tonight. Ben, Heels tonight. We need, we, need what happened, we need what happened last night. More tonight. I need Big Hot Healthy. I need a win against UVA. That's what I need. Hour and 18 minutes away. Peace out, everybody. Got to go.